Hello. What's up, man? All right, we are live, and let's uh, get this started. All right, uh, hey everyone! If you are just turning uh, tuning in to Cape Confessions, this is your host Brian, alongside my co-host Matt. This is our very first episode of Cape Confessions, and I cannot stress how excited we are to crack down on our first superhero powwow. Now, Matt, will you please give the audience a quick rundown through uh, what we're going to be talking about today? Uh, well, yes, I can, Brian. Uh, hello, everyone. Matt here. In this week's episode, we will be going over three different topics. First of which is a simple one we think everyone could participate in. And that is, who is your favorite hero from both Marvel and DC universes? Uh, the second topic is close to the first one, which is, who is your favorite villain from both Marvel and DC universes? And finally, the third topic can be a bit, a bit tricky and take a bit of thinking, which is, what hero can you see turning into a villain from both Marvel and DC universes? So, on that note, let's get started with your favorite from both universes, Brian. All right. Thank you for that beautiful rundown, Matt. I cannot wait to dive into this and get down to business. All right. Uh, my first and favorite superhero, undoubtedly, the Cape Crusader from Gotham City, Batman. Undoubtedly. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I can't go wrong. I mean... He has everything I'm looking for in a superhero, like as of morals, you know, just a great moral compass, obviously just kicks, but he has great, you know, teamwork with everyone through Alfred, his uh, various different Robins, James Gordon, all the way down the line, you know, he knows 127, you know, about, uh, about that many martial arts, you know, just kicks butt, genius level intellect, peak human conditions, and I don't know, he's all around, all around superhero. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good choice, pretty firm. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with him. <laughs> How about for you? Who do you got stacked up as number one on your list? Um, It's kind of... Kind of hard to pick an exact number one, but for for this one, I'm gonna have to go with Green Arrow, which is kind of weird because he's a little close to Batman, considering you know, right. he shadows Batman pretty much. You know, if Batman's not there, Green Arrow takes his place. Right. But uh, yeah, I'd say Green Arrow is my favorite. Uh, in the DC. In DC, yeah, in DC universe, yeah. Of course, he's, he's one of my uh, tops on there. I'd say. Uh, He's got to be top because honestly, because of his bow, I like his bow and arrow. I like the I like the trick shots. Um, he's got an yeah. arrow for any anything he needs. Um, he right. also has a lot of good uh, backup on on his team most of the time, like uh, Arsenal, for instance. He's another good right. one. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like great heroes don't always do everything by themselves. Like they always have a great team of people out there in the field with him or like behind the chair right. giving them guidance and they're not just they're like team players yeah. you know it takes more than just one person yeah absolutely and i feel like you get that in both batman and green arrow definitely 
And uh, it's funny how you go go off the fact that Green Arrow has like an arrow for everything, just as Batman's utility belt pretty much provides him with everything he needs during a battle. Exactly. You know, it's always about being prepared and using what you need. Plus, I do like the uh, newer yeah. version of the Green Arrow a little bit more than the older versions, though. Uh, How so? The older version was kind of forgotten about once Batman blew up a little bit, right. so they didn't really write too much about him. But the newer versions, they kind of give him a little bit better of a backstory. He's, uh, he's not so much of a pushover. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely someone that you want on your team at all times. Oh, yeah. All right, do you want to hop on over to Marvel, or do you want to keep dancing in DC? Uh, we can hop over to some Marvel characters. All right, for uh, my favorite Marvel hero, I have the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. For various reasons, um, other than just his uh, superhuman strength, agility, speed, I like him um, personally because of him being a kid and just, you know, being a Queens kid, fresh, young face, just looking to help the small guy. And I think that's really inspiring, maybe to younger people. And he's just a great hero to base, you know, base off of. Completely agree with that one. Can't go wrong with the Spidey. No. Not at all. <clears throat> well, uh, I guess I'll jump into to my favorite uh, Marvel character. Um, sure. That would obviously be Captain America. I mean, <laughs> without right? a doubt. I mean, why he's my favorite? Because he's Captain America. I mean, need I say more? But I will. Right? No. I will say more though. <laughs> Go. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> On top of uh, his peak, peak human strength, uh, speed, and dur- durability, you know, all that. Um, right. He's great at hand-to-hand combat. Um, of course. And the, one of my favorite things about him is he's an expert sh- strategist. He, man knows what he's doing. When he wants something done, he plans for it, and he gets the job done. No matter what, he's getting that job done. Right, yeah. He's definitely not afraid to lead that fight no, either. He's going to – yeah. Yeah, he'll definitely lead the charge, especially with that vibranium shield. I mean, why not have him out front charging, right? Right, yeah, nothing's getting through him. He's planning it all. He knows what he's got to do. He'll get it done. Now, what I really miss or I'd love to see is Spider-Man and Captain America working more together rather than him just shadowing under Tony Stark, who is not a bad apprentice, you know, for uh, Iron Man, but also like, you know, him to work with Cap, learn some of his skills, whatnot. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I think Cap and Spider Man working together would be beneficial for both. To be honest, I think uh, you know Spider Man working side to side next to Cap would learn a lot of, a lot of his hand to hand combat skills. Plus, he would also get like a moral compass. Not that Spider Man doesn't have one already. But you right. know, just the way Cap is, I think that would rub off on Spider-Man and it would, it would definitely help him in the long run. Right, because Spider-Man is a kid, obviously, and he still does need like that father figure that he really didn't grow up with, you know, yeah. growing up with Aunt May 
And um, I don't see anyone better to call dad <laughs> than Captain America, no, that, you know? He's definitely going to keep him in line. That is the truth right there. <laughs> definitely. About to start calling Cap dad, <laughs> shit. Oh, sorry. Right, hey. I don't know if we're Hey, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, Cap is definitely a a daddy figure for a lot of people. Um, yeah, I definitely love to see them do something together. All right. Um, what's our next topic here? All right. Uh, let's jump into favorite villains. I'll let you uh, take this one since I had the last one. All right, I'll jump right into the DC universe on uh, my favorite villain and. uh, pretty typical one i think but uh nonetheless still one of my favorites i mean i got it tattooed on my arm so um, i'm gonna <laughs> go with the joker sure um i like the joker the reasons behind me liking the joker is uh because he doesn't really have any superpowers behind behind the madness it's just the madness right it's just his the way he thinks and the anarchy he brings and he, the way he's always testing batman or whoever he's going against he's always giving them some sort of test to see if they can overcome the odds right yeah it, it's crazy how a non-superhuman can push you know anyone to their limits and make them crumble right. you know and that's what he does yeah he's definitely a good job whether, at it too yeah <laughs> yeah whether it's his intent or you just get caught up in his madness it's gonna happen to the best of people Definitely. Um, my DC favorite villain is Deathstroke. Mm. Yep. I mean, the guy is just un- unbelievable. He has, obviously, his favorite little swords to use all the time. Great, great swordsman. He can use different variations of weapons, such as guns or what have you not. He has enhanced, like, senses. He's fast, super strength. And even once in the comics, I believe, he has gotten a clean cut on The Flash while he was running past Yes, I believe he did. Yeah, that is just outstanding. Like, most people can't see him, let alone get a clean hit on him. That's definitely a feat all on its own. Right. Oh, definitely. That is... Definitely a feat. I could not imagine that. Yeah, I would definitely say Deathstroke's got to be uh, top dog on DC Villains. He's uh, definitely up there. I mean, considering he takes out the... I believe he takes out the Justice League in uh, another comic book, too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I believe you're right. Um, He just is a man with a plan. You know, he doesn't go into battles without knowing that he can go on top. He's very confident in himself and uh, always looks to win and usually does. Yeah. Unless, you know, the dark night's around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, move on over to Marvel All then. Right. For uh, my bar- my uh, Marvel favorite villain, it is a very underrated character, I believe. It's the Green Goblin. Yes, very underrated. Yeah, and I would say that because, I mean, the guy's got everything you want to see when it comes to, like, a villain. 
I mean, he's got like evil motives. He has enhanced strength and durability. And his tech is great. Kind of reminds you of like an Iron Man in a sort of way, how he has a corporation that builds his weapons and he's very well funded. He has rockets on his glider. Um, he shoots and throws bombs wherever you'd like. You know, he's just an overall threat and very underrated, I think. Yeah, I definitely would say he's one of the more underrated characters from the Marvel Universe. Right, yeah. And who doesn't love William Defoe? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just amazing. All right, well, let's see here. Um, I guess we'll go on to my uh, favorite villain from uh, Marvel. Okay. I'd say he's probably a, a pretty typical answer uh, answer again in the villain category. Um, I'm going to go sure. with uh, Magneto. Yeah, that's definitely one of the guys I'd have in my top three as a villain in both Marvel and DC. Yeah, I, easy. Just a freak of a mutant, has great powers. I'll let you explain him, how you love right. those powers so much. <laughs> But yeah, Magneto, like the top reasons why I like him, um, he's the leader of the Brotherhood. I mean, sure they might lose in the comic books in the cartoon, but I don't know if it'd be so easy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's biased. But uh, I also like the the fact that you know he can control me- like metal just through like you know through his mind. He looks at it, bend metal. I mean, oh he yeah, gets the apocalyptic power from or the power from apocalypse. You know he controls the magnetic poles of the earth so pretty much he could destroy the world if he really wanted to oh yeah so although that would cost killing all those beautiful mutants they love so much yeah that would be a problem but i'm sure he figured (laughs) something out for him (laughs) oh yeah definitely yeah magneto man he is scary because you don't really think about how much stuff around you just in everyday life is made of metal that he could just kill you with right <laughs> in an instant. Yeah, it wouldn't take much for him to grab something and just shape it to however he wants to shape it and throw it through you. Yeah, it's definitely something to be a reckon with. But I also like his motives, like his backstory and stuff, because he didn't necessarily start off as a bad guy. Like right. uh he's been through a lot of tragic events through his life that turned him into the man that he is. Right. I kind of feel for yeah, that. It, like I, I feel like if I was in his position, I'd probably be the same way. So I kind of connect with him in a, in a, in a weird way. <laughs> right. Yeah. And hey, as the Joker says, you know, it only takes one bad day to make a man go mad. Yeah, this right. Is, this is true. <laughs> and he's definitely been, uh, he's been to that oh, day. I think he's been to that day more than once. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Poor guy. <laughs> Almost feel bad for the guy. Yeah, kinda. But he is Magneto, so I can't feel too bad for him. He gets to do a lot of cool stuff. Right? Oh. Yeah. I mean, guy can do whatever he wants <laughs> with metal. Right. All right. Um, would you like to read off what the third part is? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I, I think I can do that. All right. All right. Part three would be which hero could you see becoming a villain? I love this question. It's a good one. It makes me think a little bit. Took you right? a to pick yeah, I think. Because there's no, like, confirmed answer. There's nothing where you can go, oh, undoubtedly this right? guy. 
you know, at least not for no, me. I, like I said, it took me a long time to come up with the two that I got. So, yeah, I had to think about it as well, quite a bit. All right, would you like me to take the honors I'll, on this one? Oh, you man, lead the way. All right, um, for DC, I have to say Damian Wayne. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. No, yeah, I uh, I just see a lot of his grandfather in him, whether or not. Like Batman's there with him or not, I feel like Damien's always just trying to impress his grandfather, who is Rajah Ghul, and he was a uh, like one of the best killers and rulers throughout the world for a long time, and um, that just kind of puts the pressure on Damien. He's always pressuring him to, you know, kill and try to. Uh, fill his shoes pretty much where he left off before finding out that Batman's his actual father. So I could easily see him stepping over into the uh, dark side. Oh, yeah. All it takes is for him to kill one or two, one or two more times. And I'm pretty sure I'll yeah. flip over. and Or even if uh, Race offers him uh, the demon's head. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. I don't feel like his moral compass is right there with Batman. Yet. Oh no, yeah, he's a little off, off on that one a little bit. Yeah, he's on edge. Yeah, he, he tries, but you know, he, he, like you said, it's that killing and trying to impress his grandpa is always in the back right. of his head, and I don't think it'll ever go away. No, and that that really does scare me because I do consider him to be one of my favorite Robins out of all of them. I mean, he's just so skilled at such a young age and intelligent where he could definitely be a threat on the good side, but he, you never know where he's leaning, which way, Yeah, you know? All right. Um, it's probably enough about Damien. Let's uh, hop on over to you and your DC selection. All right. My DC selection for the hero that could become a villain. Like I said, it took me a while to think of somebody. So, this is the kind of this is the guy I came up with, and uh, that is all right. Martian Manhunter. Ooh, great right? pick! I love, I love Martian Manhunter. He's he's powerful. He does he does what he wants, pretty much. You know. Oh yeah, he's got it all. But um, my choice for this is because um, he was brought here. Uh, like his backstory says that he's brought here against his will. Like someone was just trying to communicate with Mars, and it yeah. somehow pulled him down here. And uh, so right. I feel like that could have went either way. Like, obviously, sure. he went the hero way, but I feel like him being here and then not having a way to get back home um, was would be enough for him to, you know, break and uh, kind of go the opposite right. way with it. Yeah, that's definitely a guy I feel like who could bounce on each side because, I mean, even in his history, it shows that he was incorporated with the Black Lantern Corps, who's known to be pretty much like the bad guys of the Lantern Corps. Right. You know? And he's had encounters with them, and that just kind of shows how easily it could be for him to switch on over. Plus, I think it would be a good one for... Uh the villain side in DC to have. Uh, I think they need someone uh, a bit more of a powerhouse like him on that side. Definitely. Yeah. Someone that could actually 
maybe hold his own against maybe a, a soup, right. you know? Yeah, that's definitely a good one. I like Plus, that. I'd like to see the the artwork and everything on the evil side of him instead of the good one. Right. Yeah, I wonder if they'd make him like all dark, you know, all sinister. Yeah, make his skin red instead of green or something. Yeah, definitely. It'd be cool to see. I definitely would like that one. Yeah, I'm sure they they have a lot they could do with oh, that yeah. guy. I think he's actually another underrated character from DC. You don't hear a lot about him. It's kind of weird. You think he'd yeah. be a little bit more popular, yeah, but right with like the skills and the powers that he harnesses, yeah. like like his, I, I can list man. off a couple of his abilities for you real quick. Actually, uh, superhuman strength. Yeah, let, let's get a quick yeah, rundown. He's got superhuman strength, speed, durability, genius level intellect, uh, regenerative factor. Uh, flight. Okay. Um, Martian nine cents. I'm not really completely sure on what that is, but uh, sounds cool. Hmm. Um, telekinesis. Tele- he's telepathic. Uh, photographic yeah. memory. I mean, dude's a beast. I wouldn't want to mess with him. I'm telling yeah. you that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I heard of him even having like um, invisibility powers and stuff yeah, like that yeah. too. And photographic yeah, memory. Yeah, he's got mass manipulation, uh, shape shifting, invisibility, intangibility, that kind of stuff. And he's also yeah. got plasma beam uh, projection. So, right. Now, that Martian nine senses, I wonder if that's something that, like, he's born with, like, being from Mars, and he's, like, an alien. Yeah, it's definitely from Mars. I, I, I can try and look it up real quick. Let's see if we can find something out. Yeah, let's uh, that, see if we can look something up. As I uh, look through this a little bit, you want to go on to your Marvel? Yeah, absolutely. Um. My Marvel hero that I could see becoming a villain is uh, the Hulk. I oh. could see the Hulk flopping on over. Definitely. The, yeah. I mean, that would not be good for the Avengers or anyone else. <laughs> but he's just one guy, I feel like, who obviously doesn't uh, know how to control his anger very well. And... uh I don't know. Like, I don't think it would obviously happen because they wouldn't do that to the Avengers. But, I mean, in the real world situation, I see him just getting fed up with everything. Fed up that um, he can't even die, you know? Can't take a coward's way out or anything. And he just goes on a full-on rage, not caring what he destroys or who he destroys. Yeah, I can definitely see um, Hulk switching over though. Just enough rage inside of his, inside of him, and you know, Hulk take over, and then no more Banner. The level sided, level headed side of him. I, I'm pretty sure it'd be a yeah, a pretty simple thing for Hulk to switch over. But like you said, I doubt they'll ever, they would ever write something like that. No, yeah, they they wouldn't do that. But I did look up a little bit on this nine cents thing, and oh supposedly yeah, supposedly it's just that. Most like that, we're taught that there's only five senses, right? So he has nine senses, but you know, there's like a list of almost 21 different senses that people might have. So it's, it's just, it looks like it's just okay. something the writers threw in there to throw in there, you know? Okay, sure. So he's just 
even more aware of the world than everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. All right, would you uh like to do the honors and finish off our third uh, portion? Yeah, I can do that. Uh, my uh choice for Marvel was uh Nightcrawler. Okay. It's a good choice. Yeah, that guy always seems unsure about what he wants to do, even though like his directions come straight from the higher power that he believes in. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's the but, thing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he believes in a higher power and stuff, but I feel like, you know, because they show like all the markings that are on him, those are all supposed to be each one of his sins. So if he's already right. sinning, I feel like um, all it takes is you know, for the right person to come up to him. Like, I feel like if Magneto would have gotten to him, um, like way before the X-Men did. And, yeah. Uh, I feel like he could, he could have went the opposite way easily, especially considering that is uh, who his dad is. Az- Azaziel. Yeah. Yep. You know, he's pretty much the devil. So like, I feel like if he would have gotten in contact with Azaziel, uh, he, Azaziel would have brought him over to the, to the brotherhood, but, yeah. Plus I like Nightcrawler. He's one of my fa- he's one of my favorite right. Marvel guys. So Yeah, he's definitely a cool mutant in on that uh on that yeah. team. And I could definitely see him flopping over because of that reason how you're talking about his father being technically the devil in the the Marvel universe. Yeah, he uh, he got lucky, definitely yeah, I he did. by being picked up by the X Men. Even though he is dead now, but you know, still. <laughs> right? Yeah. I guess you can't be right. that lucky. But there's different versions of him out there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, is there uh anything else you'd want to skim through or go back over on our list? Ooh. No, that's about it. I would definitely like to hear uh, what anybody watching or listening has to say about any of it and, like, what their favorites are and who they think would become uh, a villain. Definitely would like some feedback. Yeah, absolutely. would be cool. Absolutely. Yeah, um, they could email us. I believe our email is now um, capeconfession at gmail.com if you'd like to give some feedback on what you liked or did not like about the podcast that would help as well as answering any of the questions that we laid out, whether it's a favorite hero, favorite villain, or which hero could you see become a villain? That'd be great. Then uh, next week, I believe Matt and I are going to come up with a list of a few different superheroes and villains that we will be mashing together to see who would come on top. If they were ever to fight, yeah, that one's gonna be a fun one. I like doing these. Yeah, I'm always excited to do them. It's always a good time. Always have some hot matchups. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, in the if you guys email us and you want a, a matchup that we can talk about, email us a matchup that you think would be good too, and we'll uh, see if we can fit it in. Right. Yeah, because I always feel like we recycle some matchups because we're always just so intrigued about the matchup itself. Right. Where we kind of forget to expand our uh, hero and villain list. Plus, I like I like the the heroes that we get. Like I like those heroes a lot. So I like to see who you think 
could beat the guy that I like, you know. So it's, so, right, that so, too. Yeah, so, uh, new heroes and different feedback from other people would definitely help out the situation. Yep, absolutely. So uh, I think that wraps it up for us here today on our first episode of Cape Confessions. All right. Thank you very much for tuning in. Can't wait to see you next time. All right. Bye. bye.